Welcome to the Back Row Ravens Show, where we talk all things Baltimore Ravens. From player news, rumors, and even fantasy football expectations. And now, your hosts, Bob and Blake. What is up, everyone, and welcome to the Back Row Ravens Show. Bob Miller and Blake Ramey here, getting you ready for Week 17 and hopefully beyond into the playoffs. We're going to catch you up to speed on all the latest Ravens news as well. But first, Blake, I have to ask you a question. Uh, Week 16 is now behind us. Did you win any fantasy football championships? I played Alvin Kamara. You play. You played him, played, or played, played against I played, him. I played against him, so I, I really don't feel like I have to. And I played Brady too, so I really, <laughs> I don't think I want to talk about it. I don't. Hey, listen, I was, I was there. There's one league I'm in. I, I didn't make the championship, but uh, the guy that had Alvin Kamara lost. He had Alvin Kamara in the championship game and still lost. Uh, the guy he was playing against, um, everybody on his team just played extremely well. And then the last guy he had playing for him was Devontae Adams, and that just uh, that well, put him I, over the I, top. I will say, I do have some hope. Um, so I'm playing against Kamara, and I played against Brady, and for some reason, I thought Week 16 was the end of our league, but for some reason we're playing Week 17 Fantasy. I don't know how that happened this year. And Well, because I'm in two leagues, and in this uh, second league, I'm in the championship, and we're playing Week 17 Fantasy, so... Because the Bills are starting their starters and Kamara's not going to play, I might somehow sneak a comeback. But I mean, we'll see. I'm playing my cousin, so it's there's some serious bragging rights on the line here, and like a good fair bit of money. So man, it, it really did hurt. I thought I lost, but I'm, I'm still in there technically. Man, I played in one league and uh, I lost in the semifinals to make it to the championship game, and I lost by point one two points. So I lost le- legitimately by a yard. I was hoping and hoping and hoping for a stat correction, but I had I made mean, my team was loaded. I did, but the guys that kind of let me down, DK Metcalf, you know, he only had like six or so points, and you know, or something in that that. Oh, week 15, it just killed me. So I lost by a yard, no stat correction. And then that that team went on uh, to the next round, and I scored more points than both of the teams in the championship game. So I legitimately lost that championship by a yard. I would have won either way, uh, whoever I would have played in the championship. So uh, that really, really sucked. But Yeah, that hurts. That hurt me. Yeah, you know, there was a guy, I play in a bunch of fantasy leagues, you know, I run and, and operate DynastyProsFootball.com, you know, we talk to a lot of folks on Twitter, we do rankings and all kinds of good stuff and advice and trades and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I have a lot of people that reach out and they invite me and invite a lot of our staff, our writers into their fantasy leagues and, you know, just to kind of help promote everything and, you know, to you know, meet people and, 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 you know, just, I don't know, kind of spread the, the joy around, I guess you say we, we join a lot of leagues and meet a lot of people in the industry. And, and, and there was one league that I had joined. I didn't make the championship, but, um, the two teams that were playing, I don't know really physically, personally, either one of these guys, except for chatting online and whatnot. But this one guy, this this one guy's team was was down by 0. 0.6 points. Okay, right. 
going into the Sunday night game. Neither one of these teams had a Monday night player. Um, so the one team was completely done. The other team was down just .6 points. And he still had Corey Davis going for him uh, for the Titans against the Packers. And Corey Davis did he, not catch one say, damn yeah, he pass. Anything, huh? he, he didn't catch one pass. He lost by that .6 of a point, man. He said that was the most agonizing, probably the worst football game he's ever watched in his life, just sitting there hoping that Corey Davis oh gets my. a catch. I couldn't imagine that. I, I, I've been through some some awful, awful fantasy football championships and letdowns and, and crap, but, oh, oh, that just makes me cringe yeah, to think about. If I, if I would have seen that snow, well, because I saw they uh... – before the game, they let out a picture of Lambeau Field, and they—I just saw snow covering the field. If I was that guy, man, I would have felt devastated. Oh. One catch, just one catch, one catch for like for neg- negative negative yards. Yeah, one catch for league. one yard, man, and you win. And it was, and the prize, and, and the first place was fifteen hundred bucks. <laughs> so oh oh yeah oh no awful awful sick. yeah yeah it was awful so. Uh, Anyways, um, you know, hopefully to our listeners out there at Play Fantasy Football, we hope you raked in a little bit of cash this uh, this past week and uh, won some championships. If not, go check us out over at DynastyProsFootball.com. Um, a lot of advice, a lot of stuff we're giving out, rankings, Dynasty stuff, all kinds of good stuff. Check it out. Check it out. So uh, so anyways, let's move on. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit of Ravens here. Let's uh, kind of go through some of the, the latest news here, man. Geno Stone. Was uh was was put on waivers again, um and this time he was claimed by the Texans. And you know, good for him. I, yeah. I want to see him get an opportunity, and uh, hopefully he does. And I hope that he plays well for the Texans. You know, I mean, Baltimore. I I, I don't understand why they keep you know putting him up, putting him down. I, it's just like he's not getting that you know a good good chance to prove what he can do. You know. Well, yeah, I, I just. It occurred to me when this happened. I saw the team that picked him up. I'm like, of course it's the Texans. I'm like, this isn't the first time they've taken a safety from us, and the last one more than number twenty. But uh, man, I, I just, I was the more I thought about this move because I was so happy with Geno Stone's pick, just because I, I saw it. I think he came from Iowa, I believe, and his he was graded high there, and apparently he was a, a huge steal for us. And I just can't help but think. I mean, we're already struggling at DB as it is. I mean, we have so like I, Deshaun Elliott had gotten shaken up. I've seen Chuck Clark get shaken up. Like it just seems like everything about the secondary can't stay healthy, and it's unfortunate. But if we're willing to drop off a, just I don't know. The more I thought about it, I mean, it, it, when I read it at face value, I was like, wow, because I really like Gino. But if Harbaugh is willing to let go of a safety, when he knows that we're already de- kind of depleted there. Like, what does that kind of tell us? You know what I mean? He's either not seeing what he, I guess, had hoped from the – and maybe Geno Stone's just not taking the progressions. I mean, granted, he's a sixth-rounder or seventh-rounder. There was no preseason. He really never had an opportunity to shine. I, I don't really remember him seeing the field, like, once this year, unless it was special teams-related. But um, I did like the move that we made. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Javon Curse, I thought that was perfect for us, and – I don't know. I, I think he suits our team a lot better. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what happens there. I don't know if they've officially signed him yet or not, but uh, if they haven't, it's probably the worst kept secret. Um, but yeah, I really, really do think that uh, he can add 
a little bit. You know, um, I really, really wanted to see, you know, Pierre uh, Desir. I, I want to see him play a little bit because he did some really, really good things with the Jets, and I want to see what happens there. I want to see him get on the field a little bit more, so. Man, I mean, going into this year, I would have thought that, um, like, our secondary wouldn't have been the problem, but, like, it just seems to be the nagging issue all year. And one of my biggest bugs about that position in general was we go into every game with four corners. So it's like at some point, I mean, if someone gets hurt, like, don't get me wrong, and I love Jimmy Smith, I know a lot of Ravens fans do, but he's about as like unreliable as it gets, you know what I mean? Like, Jimmy Smith, if... If Jimmy Smith plays 16 games in a whole year, man, I, I feel you have a chance at the lottery. If yeah. Jimmy Smith lives on injured reserve, he lives on the uh, injury report, But and I, I love the guy again, but it's just it's not smart going into a game with four corners and one of them being Jimmy Smith. Because at some point in the game, and we've had, it's been a thing this year, we've, we'll have two healthy corners, and then we have Anthony Levine playing corner for some reason. But I don't know. I just don't feel like... I mean, I know Mark Ingram's been a healthy scratch as of late. But I don't know. I feel like five corners is the way to go. And I've felt that way since the beginning of the year. And I, I just think... How did we play? I think uh, The Jacksonville game, I believe we had five corners. This past game, we had four. But I don't know. The Bengals' receiving core is not something to play around with. I hope we're all healthy. I saw Peters was back on the practice field today. Thank I hope goodness. we go into that game with... Yeah, right? I hope we go into that game with five... I'm hoping just because I mean they got like again they got depth, and I saw Tyler Boyd of course of course <laughs> he's um he had a helmet on today at practice so I'm a, he might be there he might not be but like T Higgins I mean he's done some tremendous work this year and of course AJ Green I don't gotta go into that any further but yeah I mean five corners. I, I, you know, I, yeah, that's a good, good point. Um, you know, we need all the depth we can get um, because if one guy, if another one goes down and you're down to three, oh goodness, you know, we could uh, kind of deal deal with what we dealt with before. You know, a few games ago when we were just getting picked apart. I mean, uh, Baker was just fine <laughs> picking on us, you know. So uh, right. Um, but you know, you know, with that being said, uh, you know, Sam Cook placed on COVID on the COVID <laughs> list. I, he, I think. Is, I mean, when was this? Is he going to miss this Sunday's game? I mean, this will be his first I, game I he's think, missed. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I'm pretty sure this will be the first game he's ever missed, which is going to be weird, to be honest with you. And it's actually funny because I think like two months ago, I was just sitting here thinking, I'm like, like I, I, players come and go in Baltimore, and it really hurts. Like, I remember the first game I watched without Ray Lewis playing or Ed Reed playing. But I'm not going to lie, like, when Sam Cook is gone – and we're seeing a different punter. Like, I look. I was born in two thousand two. I'm eighteen years old. The first game I can ever remember watching, like Sam Cook was there. You know what I mean? And that's the only punter I've ever dealt with. And I'm pretty sure Sam Cook has never missed a game. And this will be the first one he ever misses. So I, I imagine the only way he won't be there is if this is an actual positive test. But if he's a close contact, I think there's a chance. I don't. The COVID stuff is so up and down. Like I, I don't really don't know what's gonna happen. My guess is that he won't be there, and it looks like Tucker's going to be kicking or punting. Sorry, we we can't go and uh, go get Vedvik back for one game. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we can get another fifth rounder for him. Man, I don't even know where he's at nowadays. It seems like he got just got passed around the league. 
I yeah, don't we'll, even know we'll where. have to do a where are they now type of show or something uh, during the summer or whatever. You know, come right. up with some some stuff to talk about. Hey, he he's a Ravens legend, I'll say. He he made yes, a very he forever. Well, forever. If, he, he if might go to the Ring of Honor. Right. If, if anyone's wondering, he is a Washington football team member now. Oh, okay. So right <laughs> down the enough. road. Right down the road. Yeah, that's so that's really about all of the, the Ravens news we have. It's kind of quiet, you know. It's good to see Marcus Peters back on the practice field. That's something we need. You know, I did put in our notes that Damon, you know, Snacks Harrison got claimed by the Packers. I thought he may slip through and, and, and possibly join the Ravens. I mean, that's a little far-fetched. But yeah, I, uh, I completely get why the Packers grabbed him up because uh, they need any help against the run that they can get. He's a guy I saw earlier in the year, and I was like, and this was at the time when Calais was down, and I'm pretty sure Brandon Williams was down. I was like, maybe we scoop him up, and then I saw Seattle had activated him. But um, honestly, I saw that he got like a, like a, it was like a little Twitter argument with some like Seattle fan. But I don't, did he just get like released from them? Like, I don't even know what happened there, to be honest. Yeah, I think he he. You know, I don't know the inside scoop. Unless they didn't protect like, him, he got claimed. But um, nah, I think he looked to get out. I think he wanted out of uh, there, okay. and uh, yeah, so they uh, they they kind of uh, put him on waivers. And the Packers. Well, I guess he, him. he just went from contender to contender. I guess so. Well, yeah, yeah I, I don't. That's good for him. But hey, man, we're we're in a really good spot right now with our look our defensive line right now. I I love it if they can stay healthy. That run defense looks very, very good, though, I'll say. And if it stays like that, I'll, I'll be a very happy man. Because the Giants' rushing attack, I'm pretty sure it's kind of up there with Wayne Gallman right now. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. I yeah, like they're, they're not horrible running the football. So we were getting to them. And, man, I will say, and I, I a couple months ago, I was, I was just talking about this when we were really down bad as a team. And this is after the Patriots loss. And I, I think we had talked about it. I don't know if it was on the show or off the show, but we had mentioned like if this team gets hot at the right time, which is it's it's what it's what's happening right now. Like we're getting like hot. We just look good. We look unstoppable. Really, we're putting up. I think it's like I don't know the exact points we're putting up, but we're putting up a lot of points. We're putting up a lot of points. I mean, really, we're just firing on all cylinders, and I love it. But um, yeah, I, I yeah, mean, I agree. I mean. <clears throat> we are playing well, but let's 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 kind of pump the brakes a little bit here because I mean we we have been playing some you know not so good. I mean play the you know the Jaguars and the Giants and I mean we did play the Browns and that was a close one. Um, but man, I I will say I just some of these wins like you can't take for granted, especially at this point in the year because like for example, like the Rams and the Jets, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like stuff like that can happen, and I will say it does make me happy. We're not. I I would feel less confident about these wins if we went into these games and just hung in there with these teams and we're keeping it close. But like when you watch these games, like I mean, this past Sunday, I watched it and probably it's like the second quarter, and I'm like, okay, we're dominating them, and we just looked so good. And the Giants, like at this point, I mean, the Giants could be a playoff team, crazily enough, but um. The Giants have hung in there, and they've. I mean, they they beat Seattle like two, three weeks ago. I don't, I just I'm trying not to take these wins for granted. And I mean, this win or this upcoming win. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to predict a win, but it's very, very possible we beat the Bengals. But um, 
Yeah, you know take... what? What part of that? I, it, I, w- I want you to be honest with me. Um, is there any part of you that's nervous about this game, Bob? I, I we could be playing a zero and fifteen team right now, and I'd probably be nervous. I, I'm telling you, I get I mean, nervous I, for I, every Ravens game. We are we are taking on Tyler Boyd and AJ Green with our playoffs on the line, and you know, we already know how that's that how that's gone before in the past. I mean, I am just. I, we we beat them twenty seven to three uh, earlier in the season, and that was with Burrow and Mixon and and all of that. Now we got you know some you know Samaj P Ryan and and and, <laughs> and Brandon Allen. <laughs> and, and you know, oddly enough, like they're playing better football. They are Burrow, which is crazy. I, I was watching Harbaugh's press conference today. He said, "I mean, the Bengals are playing the best football like of their whole season right now." But to be honest with you. I mean, 2017, as many... I mean, look, I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it like I'm not nervous because I am. But that's just me. Like, that's who I am as a uh, as a fan. But, man, I'm telling you, I got all the confidence in the world in this team and maybe a little too much. But 2017, there was one person that wasn't on that field and it was number eight. And I don't think he's just... I don't think he's going to let it happen. I, I just... I don't see a scenario where... I, mean, if, I could be wrong, but... I don't see this game being close. I see this team going into it and not letting it get close. And I, I just see us going to the playoffs with a statement. Like, this team has, and I, I will say this, ever since the end of the game on Sunday in the pressers, I've seen nothing but laser focus. You know what I mean? Every player from, I mean, every, every press conference I've watched, I've seen Dobbins, I've seen Lamar talk, I've seen Judon speak. They're all, they all have the same goal. They're focused and they're not getting ahead of. They're not talking about the playoffs. They have one goal in mind, and it's to beat this team. Like I, I saw Dobbins today, he was talking about upsets, and I don't know if you anybody saw it, but he, he made a little shot at the Steelers. He's just pretty much talking about teams upsetting other teams and how he doesn't want to be that team that gets upset. But I'm telling you, I think again, there's. I just mentioned the Jets and the Rams. The Rams are in a a game that's really depending on their season right now when that's going to be without Jared Goff and to be honest with you it's probably because they lost to the Jets so again I I think this team has one goal in mind and they all have an, the common goal and I just think they're going to get it done well I but, think yeah. if we play our style of football which Baltimore you know you and I have, have talked about this uh, uh, endless amounts of time I mean so many times this season about how Baltimore was trying to be too cute and throw the ball around too much, you know, and, 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 and back when the Ravens and Bengals played earlier in the season, I mean, Lamar, I mean, we, we won 27 to three, but Lamar threw it 37 times and he only had technically, uh, two rushes for three yards. Okay. Uh, so I could see, I mean, this is, this is a different Bengals team, but it's kind of a different Ravens team as well. Oh, absolutely. hundred percent. You know, I mean, you know, Hollywood Brown had one catch for one yard, you know. Uh, yeah, I... Or actually, yeah, that was one carry. He had one carry. He had six catches for, for 77 yards. I'm sorry, that was a carry I was looking at. I was like, really, one catch? But whatever. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think... I don't know. I, I think you're right. Because the first Ravens drive on Sunday, we ran the ball on every first down, and it was extremely successful. And to be honest with you, the difference I see in this team... And it really stems from one player. I mean, obviously, it's a team-oriented sport, probably the most team-oriented sport. It's 11 players, and, I mean, it, it takes all 11. But the one difference I notice 
is J.K. Dobbins. And he's really brought it all together. I mean, and Gus Edwards, too. But it's the, I don't know, the more athletic ability in the backfield. And again, I, we've mentioned this countless times. But I remember on a show, I don't remember what show it was, we were talking about Nick Boyle. And I had mentioned a point where I don't think it's a good thing that Nick Boyle got hurt. I would never say that. But Nick Boyle's injury forced this team, and Greg Roman in particular, to get more creative, in a mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. And it's not as much eye form. Not everything's as tight, and, and the formations aren't like as tight on the field. Everything's spread out now. And I watched a film breakdown of the Ravens' offense. It's all through the spread offense. They're spreading teams out, and they're just running the ball down their throat. I mean, we're averaging... What is it, the last like three games, like two hundred yards a game, or like, I I don't know what the stat is, but we're putting up two hundred rushing yards consistently, and that's why I'm so confident against any team. Like you, they can't stop it. And I don't know if you have noticed this, but when you watched Lamar throw this football, and outside of the interception in the Jaguars game, he just looks like he has the hang of it. Like I don't know if it, I'm just it, it, it's crazy. the run, it's the running game that's setting that's up setting the it pass. up. Yeah, you know, and that's what we need to do. It was like in the playoffs last year when we lost to the Titans. It, it, it's almost like they got in panic mode really, really quick in the first quarter. They started throwing the ball all around. I'm like, just run the ball, run it, run it, run it, run it. it you know, play Ravens football. Plenty of game to go, and we knew how quick the Ravens could put up points last year. Um, but it, you know, it seems like they're getting back to, to the basics and running the football and they get that we can run Lamar's running again. Um, and and we're controlling the clock. We're keeping our defense fresh, everything that you want to see. I think the only people that, you know, the Ravens are the only ones that can beat the Ravens right now. Um, cause all of these other teams are not playing, good football i mean we've seen what's happened to pittsburgh as of late they they've you know one game you know they've only got one win in the uh, last month i mean hell the the jets have more wins in the last month than the than the steelers do and i i think it's i think that's great that you just brought that up in pittsburgh they they're doing the opposite of what the ravens have done the steelers are the same team they were in september they have the same game plan. They do the little dinks and dunks. Everyone saw it, and now people are finally catching on to it. And now Tomlin has his back against the wall, and I'm sure, at least I hope, he'll make a change. But one thing I noticed about the Steelers, the Steelers can't run the football. Nope. They they actually cannot run the football. And I think there's a lot of things that go into that. They have a very talented offensive line. They just can't seem to get it together. But the Ravens, it, it, it almost seems like we're starting a new season. You know what I mean? Like, we have a whole new offense. Eric Tomlinson, that was a cr- a weird pickup, but he's been playing really good football, and he's filled in very nicely. And I saw Luke Wilson got waived like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But Eric Tomlinson, he's playing really good football. But I think it's also, you brought up the, uh, the Cincinnati game. And Lamar, that game, threw 37 times. But I think Lamar has a, a good spot of where he should be throwing the football. I mean, the, like the number of attempts he should be throwing the football. Yeah, I mean the the Cleveland game he threw seventeen times, but it was he granted he was also off the field for like I think what possession. But <clears> the I mean the Giants, game, you know the Giants game he threw twenty six times, right? Know? And then the Jacksonville he threw twenty two, and we're playing the best football we have all year. And the Dallas game he threw seventeen. Lamar, and I, I think this is the most important thing that this team can do. 
Lamar is not a pocket passer. He's not right now, and I don't think he ever will be. Can you throw the football? Damn right. Absolutely. He can sit in there and throw that thing. And I, again, like I going back, I think his arm has looked the best maybe in his career this past week. Like He just seems like he has more touch on the football. He's putting air on it. Like, I yeah, don't know. yeah. He, he, he's he's not he's not bringing the heat. You know, that's the only thing you really don't see from Lamar's. He's you never really see him throw a fastball. You know, right? Unless it's those like little side arms, like in the middle. Like I I yeah. can remember the uh, Mark Andrews drop like in the end zone between like three like, oh, defenders. Yeah. Like yeah. he he really zips those in there. But like the one throw that I thought was beautiful, the throw to Hollywood Brown and the Hollywood Brown oh, yeah. touchdown. Like that like that was perfect. It was. And you couldn't, it you, couldn't be any more perfect than that was. And I, I just think this team, and it's the most important thing, and I'm, I'm going to pay attention to it when we go in, if we make it. I mean, I, again, I like to stay humble. But Greg Roman can't lose his identity. We, we have a very solid identity right now. <clears throat> but I'm telling you, we're going to be playing elite playoff teams. It's very possible we play the Titans. It's very possible we play Buffalo. And Pittsburgh is, I mean, they're obviously they're struggling right now, but they're a good team. I don't want to take that away from them it's very possible we go down at some point in this game but we cannot lose sight of what team we are you know what i mean the, the rush is still there and it's always going to be there and to be honest with you if we run for 200 yards on any team and that includes kansas city i don't know if they can beat us because i mean if you you force them off the field the time of possession is back and if you keep them off the field what are they going to do you know what i mean and, and uh, granted the defense is going to have to play good ball but if that run game gets going, man, I wouldn't want to play Baltimore. I wouldn't. What if we, <laughs> you know, what would be better than going to the playoffs and, like, starting out first round and beating, like, beating the Steelers, knocking them out of the playoffs, and man. then move on, and, and, and then we knock the Titans out of the playoffs. Then after that, we go on and play Kansas City and knock them out to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> and look. Again, we're, I'm a fan, and I and people think I'm crazy, but I, I don't think it's it out like yesterday. I said, like, am I crazy for thinking that this team can go to the Super Bowl? And I don't think I am. Like, I, I really – this team is the same as last year. It is the same football team. And, like, what's different from this team? I, I, Seth Roberts is gone. Well, we've got, a much, we've got a much better defensive line. That, exactly. We have a better linebacking core. Um, we have a better running back group. Oh goodness gracious! Absolutely, a hundred percent. Yeah, and 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 then you've got uh, you know experience with Lamar. I mean, if we make uh, it to the playoffs, Lamar has to win a game. Oh my gosh! Because absolutely. those haters are going to come out. Oh, absolutely. In in just millions. <clears throat> Look, the records are different, and people are looking at that like fourteen and two and eleven. And, well, maybe eleven and five. But, like, I, I would argue that this team this year is better than last year. I think it, like, I don't think that's crazy to say. Like, it's the same team, like, on the roster. I don't think we're getting the same peers, and I don't think a lot of people are playing to their potential, per se. But we have a, on paper, this is a better team than last year. And honestly, like, if somehow the Ravens do make it to the Super Bowl, I'm saying this first, I won't be shocked. I won't be shocked. And if I had to make a prediction today, I would still say KC comes out because I haven't seen us in the playoffs yet, and I think that's just the, the right thing to say because, I mean, they're the defending champs. Yep. But, if I mean, if Baltimore rattles off a playoff win against Tennessee or Pittsburgh, like, that's big. 
That is big. Huge. Huge. And especially against two teams that have really given us hell. Like, I mean, Tennessee, dating back to the playoffs last year, like, man, they just, they're just like that bug that won't go away. Like, and they talk more than every other team for no reason. But if we can beat that team, even Pittsburgh, like, there's just a lot of emotion there. You know what I mean? And I think that's, this team, meaning the Baltimore Ravens, they got to find themselves. And I think they have. Like, they're having fun again. It's translating to the field. But now, like, you need to just go in. And you said we were playing weak teams right now. And I think it's no secret. Like, these, the Jags, the Dallas Cowboys, the Giants, they aren't good football teams. And the Bengals aren't either. But if you go in and you prove you're legit and Lamar gets his first playoff win, oh, man, there's no stopping this team. I really don't. I mean, KC, and again, the Super Bowl runs through KC. And yep. I mean, I think there's a very – this bracket, there's a lot of ways it could work out. But it's possible we don't even play Kansas City. Like, Kansas City almost lost to Atlanta this past weekend. Yeah, they, I mean, they start off slow. I mean, Kansas City's, you know, their whole MO right, you know, in the last, like, month and a half is let's lose the first three quarters and then we've got to come sling it. You know, I mean, it's just right. like the Super Bowl last year. So, um, yeah, you know, that's going to that's gonna bite them in the butt if they don't stop that oh, crap, absolutely. you know. Especially if you're playing a team like Baltimore, who, I mean, again, I, I think I could be wrong here, but like I think if I had to say the team that cause has the best chance of beating Kansas City, I think it's Baltimore. And yeah. look, it was week three, and we have a rookie linebacker with no preseason. Dobbins, man, you know, let me look that up right now. I want to see how many carries J.K. Dobbins got in that game. Let's see. Because... And what I what I mean by this, he got I, one carry, one carry. So, in in the, the Chiefs' run game or run defense, it's not good. It's not particularly well. Um, Patrick Queen he got rip, ripped apart. Peters got ripped apart. But I don't I don't see it happening again. I don't. Patrick Queen's been playing good ball, and I don't know. As a rookie with no preseason, like pretty much week three was his third preseason game. That, I mean, that, that's what it was. So I, I just see a whole different Ravens team right now. I really do. And I, I think there's two teams that can really beat Kansas City, and I think we're one of them, and I think Buffalo's the other one. So w- with all that being said, and we're kind of, you know, jumping a little, you know, we're probably jumping a little little forward talking about the Chiefs. Like, who would you, you – you asked me this before we started recording. You asked who I would, I would like to play because there are so many scenarios uh, – who you've asked me who who would I like to play in the first round? Let me ask. Let me flip it around on you, man. Who would you want to play? And I have a pretty good idea who you're gonna say. Yes. Um. Uh. I'm. I'm pretty sure you're gonna say the Steelers. Yeah. I. I yes. You're 100 percent right. I think they are the most beatable team. Um. I. <laughs> the hell yeah, did you just I, drop? Yeah. I don't even know. I think you just <laughs> dropped in the back of my room. That scared. That scared the hell out of me. But anyways. I, yeah, I think Pittsburgh is the team I definitely want to play. Um, I think I see them as the most beatable team. Uh, I think we kind of figured them out in a sense because I remember when Washington beat them, they said Baltimore exposed some things. So to be honest with you, like I'm not worried about the defense because the last time we played them, that was with a – I don't know who was off the field. Brandon Williams was gone, but – we didn't have our full defense. Dude, so it was our JV team, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, our JV team kept us in the game on defense. So, I mean, is Lamar, 
like Lamar doesn't turn the ball over, we're gonna win. And I don't, their offense doesn't look entirely impressive, like at all, obviously. But um, I I think they give us the the easiest game. I one thing I'll say, and again, let let me stay level headed here because you said um let, let's not jump the gun too much talking about KSC. I think this is the most important thing. I think it's a one game at a time mentality. You know what I mean? If Lamar gets his first playoff win, that's big. Like, and really, that's my goal this year. Like, the Super Bowl is obviously there, and everyone wants it. And if if we somehow get there, we get there. But that's not my goal. I want Lamar to get that first playoff win. I think that's so important. And to be honest with you, from a fan perspective, I really do not want to hear those haters for another year. I don't. Yeah. Because oh there's there's one player in the NFL that cannot have a bad game, and oh, that's no. Lamar Jackson. You know, it's just not possible. Man, he gets, but it, he gets it's ripped so apart. Funny. It's so funny. But right when he comes back and he starts rattling off these good performances, you don't hear a, a single peep. Nope. And everyone's seemingly back on the train, you know what I mean? Yep. And another thing I think is important is what you talked about. You've been talking about it all season. The fantasy players. The fantasy players are back, not, not a crapping on Lamar Jackson because he's not getting their team fantasy wins. But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I don't really know his fantasy points these past couple weeks. But, man, I know he's doing work, and I'm so he, proud. He's back to the Lamar that uh, people oh, MVP uh, Lamar, loved on their fantasy teams last year. He's back to that right now. Man, so, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll say, I'll give this, man, look, we all love the guy. And I think it's awesome, even for a quarterback like Kyler Murray. I love Kyler Murray as well. But I, I, one thing I respect about those two players so much, the media sits here, and they were two players, especially this season. I think Deshaun Watson's one of them, too. They sit here. The media is just, oh, they're the worst. They sit here and try to bait them into saying something like, man, ever since Lamar was a 20-year-old kid coming into Baltimore, under the spotlight, really, like after Flacco got hurt, like this was his team. You know what I mean? We were 4-5, and five and it was all him. And they've been shredding this guy ever since he was a rookie. And he hasn't given him a single – he hasn't bit once on the bait. No, and he hasn't. So it's, it's, it, yeah, yeah. That is something to really be proud of because he's not um, – you know, you know, my girlfriend talks about it, and it's, no, it's nothing racist. It's nothing um, that we want to be offensive about. But, you know, she says, you know, it's a shame that he's not in any kind of commercials. You know, you see Patty Mahomes, and you see you know, now you're starting to see Christian McCaffrey in some commercials, and we finally saw that Bose commercial. Yeah, you yeah. know, that has a little bit of Lamar in it, and you know, I, I wish you could see, you know, but he's not. Unfortunately, he's not the most presentable guy. He doesn't, you know, he he doesn't speak. Uh, you know, he 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 talks, you know, like he's, you know from you know from a little bit rough upbringing and whatnot you know he's not necessarily television material from what she said and she works in the tv business so she knows what she's talking about and um and and, you know and it's kind of a shame i just wish uh you know that we could see a little bit more one thing i'll say about him and it's just such a like a little minor thing and i love it whenever he does his press conferences that guy is the most polite dude I've, i've ever watched like Whenever these uh, reporters are addressing him, and like I, you know, Jamison Hensley, mm-hmm. when he he's like Mr. Jamison, he's super polite. Man, I'm telling you, I love this guy. And if he ever, ever wins a Lombardi, I will cry man tears. 
I will. Yeah, he's just he, it's hard not to root for him. Oh, 100%. You know, it's, it's like, how do you not like... I mean, you could maybe be a Steeler fan, or you could just be a team out there that just hates the Ravens, and I get that, you know. Um, but if if you don't hate the Ravens, how can you root against Lamar, you know? You want to see him do well um, just because of how he is. I have I've been following this guy, I mean, ever since he was at Louisville, and I've seen... I remember, I remember watching his Heisman speech when he won the Heisman. I've never seen an ounce of arrogance or disrespect anything out of this guy and i mean you, his teammates love him his coaches love him and I, i'm telling you we, we got our guy and we i saw someone talk about um it was pretty much how baltimore's had a very average mediocre quarterback play ever since we were established mm-hmm. and someone said we earned lamar jackson and to be honest <laughs> with you look i i i think i'd be bias and if I told you I wouldn't have like Patrick Mahomes over him talent wise but to be honest with you Lamar Jackson's our guy and I, I wouldn't take another guy over him to be honest he fits our city he's perfect for us and we love him and to be honest he has the city in his back right now and I mean he's the we're face lucky of to have him yeah, 100%. We're, we're lucky to 100%. have him and to be honest with you I, he's 23 turning 24 actually he turns 24 on January 7th so they're a little reminder there but, um, man, I, right when he gets that first playoff win, I think that's the biggest step. And I, I think that should be everyone that's a Baltimore Ravens fan's goal right now. Get Lamar that first playoff win, and let's hit the ground running. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of different scenarios as far as the playoffs go. You know, we were talking about the Steelers. And in, in, in order for Baltimore really to get there to play the Steelers, I'm not exactly sure. I have tried to do these calculations. I have tried to uh, come up with different ways. Um, and it looks like, for the most part, you know, we're going to play one of three teams if we make the, that, the playoffs, and it's going to be the Bills, the Steelers, or the Titans. Um, I, on the other hand, I would prefer to play the Bills in the first round. Um, and, and that seems... It seems a little unlikely because the Steelers would have to beat the Browns, and I just yeah. don't see that happening. I mean, the, yeah, if the Ravens, yeah. yeah, if the Ravens beat the Bengals, the Dolphins beat the Bills, which I don't see that. You know, and the Steelers beat the Browns, we would play the Bills. So, like as much as and, and, and here's the reason why I would say I'd want to play the Bills because they haven't seen us. Yeah, I. You know, they haven't seen us. They don't know how to prepare for us that's the you know that's my thoughts but hey i you know what if we could beat the titans or the steelers in the first round and then play the bills after that if they win their game i'm in sign me up because i really i really like our chances against them um but as far as i'm concerned i don't know who we're going to play i'm looking at different scenarios if yeah i i I really do it, I, I just think it, I it, think a, it looks like we're gonna play the Titans in the first round. Let's be Ravens beat Bengals. Oh, yeah, I'm just looking yeah. at this. Yeah, yeah, you here. know, if we beat the Bengals and the Bills beat the Dolphins, and the Titans beat the Texans, and the Colts beat the Jaguars, think about that. That's all most likely what's going to happen. You know, barring some kind of craziness. But if we beat the Bengals, the Bills should. Probably beat the Dolphins. It depends on who plays. Uh, the Bills 
have won their division. So um, you could think that maybe they don't have a whole lot to play for, but maybe they want to play Man, for their seed. Look, I don't like to call teams frauds because I feel like it's disrespectful. But man, the Dolphins are not a good like I I'm really like I love their coach I like Brian Flores, but the Dolphins don't scare me like in any sense like nope I don't see the Dolphins doing any damage in the playoffs like I don't even see them getting a first round win like I feel like everybody in the playoffs like is a fairly good team like granted the Steelers are getting figured out but like I still think the Steelers could win a playoff game or two I don't see the Dolphins doing any damage and I really hope they don't make it. And don't get me wrong, the Dolphins are a hell of a football team and they got a hell of a future. Like, the Dolphins, crazily enough, they have a top three pick this year and I'm pretty sure they have another first rounder later on in the uh, round. But, I mean, they're going to be, they're going to make some serious waves next year. But I just don't see the Dolphins, like, Tua doesn't scare me. Like, the no. uh, Fitzpatrick, no. like, Fitzmagic is definitely a real thing, after, especially after this past weekend. And, dude, I was fuming. I, we I, we didn't, haven't got to talk since then, but... At, like that game when Fitzpatrick got his like helmet ripped off, I was fuming. Obviously, we don't need them anymore, but um, yeah, I don't see. I just don't see the Dolphins doing anything, and I I don't see the Dolphins making it because I'm pretty sure with a loss, and it doesn't seem like well, the Colts. The Colts will probably the Colts play yeah. the Jags. They'll win that game. Um, but here's the thing: it just depends on the Bills who they play. If it's, you know if if they want to play their guys or if they don't. Um, you know, it's the Dolphins have a hell of like, a lot more to play for. It's, let me look. I, I, From what I know, I'm almost positive the Bills are playing their starters. Let me. Yeah, me, I haven't me, seen anything. The only the only teams I've seen that's resting some starters is the is the Steelers and the Chiefs. Let so. me fact check that, but, like, I haven't seen anybody say – I mean, I'm pretty sure we would know at this point if they were planning on resting starters. I mean, for the Steelers, we do. So I'm pretty sure they're going to start their starters. Which, I mean, if they do, like, I don't see this. I mean, the the Bills are very, very hot right now. So, um, uh, Sean McDermott, he had a very, yeah. Uh, Dolphins coach Brian Flores says he expects all Bills players to play. That's how we're preparing. So, I mean, if they play or they don't play, I mean, as long as Josh Allen plays and really digs, we're good. But I, I don't see them, because the Bills are still fighting for seeding, and to be honest with you, like they're in a pretty like if I'm the Bills, right? I wouldn't want to play Baltimore first round. So like if anything, I'm just trying to fight for that number two seed and then play. Who would they play? They play. Well, the, let's just the, let's just put it this way: the Bills, if they lost, they'd be twelve and four. Okay. Right. Um, but the Steelers are twelve and three as well, so they're both twelve and three. The Steelers most likely will lose this this Sunday. So even if they both lose. Um, the Bills have the tiebreaker. Yeah, exactly. So they really, honestly, don't. You know, they. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what they think because I mean, the Steelers. I'm pretty sure they're playing all their starters except for, except for Root or no, yeah, except for Ben. Sorry. So I don't. I mean, if the I don't know. I really don't know how that game is because Rudolph isn't bad he, he's serviceable i'll say like he's not but the thing is ben hasn't been ultra impressive either like i don't no. know what ben would do against this like i don't know the so, browns have the browns have everything to play for the steelers have nothing to play for right so so well you know. to be honest with you, I, I i do think it there's a lot in this game especially for the steelers because i feel like the steelers would love to crush the dream i mean i don't again 
it's all an emotional thing, and I don't know how much that ties into a locker room. But, I mean, if, if I'm a Steelers player, and I'm, like, say Juju, for example, if he plays, I'm pretty sure he is. But, like, I, I, I would just love to crush the dreams of the Browns, and especially for Rudolph. Like, I feel like Rudolph, especially what happened last season, I think he has a huge chip on his shoulder going into this game. Because he's, I mean, you know, I mean, that's already been a storyline. I watched Sports Center all day today, and they were just hyping that up all day. But um, yeah, I'll be watching that game. And to be honest with you, I, I do, I just think that a a Titans win or a Steelers win in the first round means so much, and I think that gives us a lot more momentum going into the um. And this, I mean, I would love for the Bills to be a second round matchup. That is, I'm telling you, if the Ravens Bills somehow is a first round matchup, like. That might be one of the greatest wild card matchups we'll ever see because they we're both great football teams, and the Bills are hot right now. Yeah, yeah, they are. But you know, I just cannot stand the Titans, and I would love to put them out. Um, I don't really hate the Steelers. I mean, obviously oh, that's a that's a big big rivalry. You're up there in Pennsylvania, so yeah, you've got to deal. Yeah, you know, you deal with the Steelers shit like I deal with the Titans. Yeah, shit absolutely. Down here. Yeah, they go hand in hand with each other for sure. <laughs> oh my lord. Um, and 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 the and the Steelers have certainly broke my heart plenty of times, and I've dog customs, so don't worry. I mean, they've, Man, they've it it really seems like to be honest with you, and I I said this, and some people were like, dude, are you like crazy? I'm more confident, like. I, and this is always the mindset I've taken. I'd rather be the the underdog than be the fourteen and two team with the with the target on their back. Like this year, I see the team with the target on their back as the Steelers. Everyone wants to beat the hell out of them, <laughs> like because of the TikTok well, stuff. The Chiefs, whatever. No, the Chiefs have that big target as well. I mean, the, the Chiefs could have the biggest target, but I mean, regardless, you still got to show up and play them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, and I, mean, I don't know how you're gonna play them because that team is. Again, you got to play perfect ball, as you can see this past weekend. But the Steelers, like, I mean, the TikTok stuff was clearly getting to people. People were playing. I mean, I know you love seeing that, that hit on him. Oh, uh, loved it. Loved yeah. it. But trust again, me, I tweeted all about it. TikTok ex- this, bitch. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if someone goes and nails into Tyreek Hill, no one's really going to say anything. But just because the, the Steelers have so much media and so much national attention, everyone wants to beat them because they think they're hot and – I mean, especially I don't know if you saw, oh my God, they they win the North against the Colts and they making they're going back to making the TikToks. But um, man, I just feel like they have a big target paint on their back. And last year we were probably that team. You know what I mean? So I I'm, I'd rather just go in to the playoffs like we are right now and just kind of slide in there and go under the radar, which I love. Yeah, I absolutely agree, and and I'm really interested. I I just can't wait till next week's show. So we oh, can man. talk. We we'll know at that point, like who's in, who's not, who's gonna play who. I mean, because right now, say if the Dolphins lose out, you know, Baltimore would end. If the Dolphins lose to say the Bills, which is very possible, we end up as the five seed. If the Browns end up winning, then they're, you know, the 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 six seed. And then you've got the Colts, you know, that end up. Um, you know, end up there. You know, so it there's so much stuff, and 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 the the Chiefs will have that first round buy. Um, I'm so pretty there's sure just, there's a, I'm pretty sure there's a way that the the uh, Titans still don't like can't make the playoffs. I'm pretty sure, which would be kind of crazy. I don't know what. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming a lot of things have to happen. So, uh, let me see that. It's really extremely unlikely, but like, could you imagine if? 
that would be insane. Uh, let me see. I, I think maybe there was a possibility last week if they would have lost. Or, well, they did. They lost to the they Packers. Did, yeah, they lost to the yeah. Packers. So if they, I mean, they have, okay, so the Texans would have to beat them. The Dolphins would have to beat the Bills. Man, this is honestly, like, if the Titans lose, and I'm pretty sure, are all these games at one? Man, if I, the if Deshaun Watson somehow comes out, and because Deshaun Watson's been playing good football, but it all comes down to how the Texans are going to play. But the Texans would have to beat the Titans, the Dolphins would have to beat the Bills, the Colts would have to beat the Jags, and the Ravens would have to beat the Bengals. So outside of the Texans game, especially if the Bills don't play their starters, those are all very, very possible. So, man, I'm, I, know, I know you would love it, especially if the Titans somehow didn't make it. Oh, man. I'd love that. <clears throat> now, um, trust me, I'd like to put them out of the playoffs, but it's not going to hurt my feelings if they're not in there. I mean, because, you know, the Titans scare me. I mean, let me. They, oh, so the Titans play at 425. So, and then I, are the rest of the games at 1? Let me see. Because, I mean, I'll be watching that game tight if everything else. I'll be watching everything tight. Yeah, I'm, oh, for real. I'm t- I just want to know who we're going to play so bad. Oh, I swear. Oh, yeah. It looks like, yeah, everything's at 1. So, if. Everything goes according to plan, especially the Ravens game. Um, yeah, I'll be watching that one good. But, man, I, everyone's throwing around all these scenarios for Baltimore, like, oh, they could still get in if they lose. No. I want this team to go in, dominate, and get out, and let's preview for this matchup. And I, the most important thing is come out healthy. Come out. And Absolutely. And I, I saw... Um, so Lamar is 92 yards away from 1,000. Yeah. And as cool as it would be, I don't care if there's nine minutes left. I think you got to pull him. If we have a, a good lead, obviously. Absolutely. But I, I, I don't give a shit about that 1,000. It's kind of neat. It's, it, it's, it's neat. neat. It's there. But I think you have to pull him. Like, yeah. yeah. That means I, that means absolutely nothing at this as point. As injury-scarred as we are this year, like it just seems like this team can't get away from the injury bug. If you have the chance to get out healthy, I think you got to pull everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't care if. I don't care who's playing corner at that point. If if we have a serviceable lead, and we had won the game, pull them. Just pull yeah. them because yeah. this team, man. Oh my god, it's it gonna be hard feels... because we have to win this game. So it's gonna be really, really hard to really pull people unless we just right. have a blowout right. uh, in the fourth quarter. Then yeah, yeah, go ahead and start pulling guys. Yeah, I, one thing I'll say about this team and. I think it's the most important. We're battle tested. We face adver- I mean, I think you can make an argument. Like the Ravens have probably faced the most adversity like out of every team this year. Like whether <laughs> whether right whether it was the offense just struggling, the the COVID. Oh my god, the, the COVID co- situation. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, hell, Colin Coward predicted us to go undefeated this year for crying out loud. So, uh, you know, it, yeah, we. We've had a like, lot of uh, uphill battles. We've had, but it, it builds character. I'm looking right. forward to see. You know, this is all going to pay off. Hopefully, here in the next couple of weeks. And it you makes know? you question, like, what can't this team face? And to be honest with you, like, as rough as the playoffs have been for Lamar, like, he has the experience. Like, he's been there. He's been under the lights. And one thing I think is the most important, to be honest with you, like. Lamar's had two home playoff games, but, like, I don't think that really matters, to be honest with you. Like, especially this year with no fans. Like, I, f- I know a lot of coaches don't really care about a home and away playoff game. 
But um, I, I, I mean, I think for the Bills, like, I don't really know how many teams are having fans, but I know the Bills are having, like, 6,000. But, like, again, I don't think home field advantage is that important this year. But I think I love our team on the road more than I do at home. So I think that's a little different this year, and that's another thing that I like. 100%. Well, we, we played better in Pittsburgh than we did in Baltimore. So Yeah. Well, I guess there's only one way to find out. They're going to have to play uh, on Sunday, and then we will find out Sunday evening how these playoffs Man, are going to shake I'm going to be a nervous <clears throat> what, day, what is it, Wednesday? It is. It I'm is. Th- I, I wake up, it's the first thing on my mind, <laughs> I go to bed, it's the last thing on my mind. I know it, man. You know, I, I am a little bit a little bit more nervous as we go along. I'm not going to lie, but, uh, you know, first things first, got to take care of the Bengals. And then we will face the playoffs uh, once we're in the playoffs. We'll I will deal say, with it then. Now that we have control, I'm much more comfortable because last week, man, I was a nervous wreck. It, it, it's the worst. When the Raiders lost that game, I said, oh, oh my God. Yeah. I was irate. Oh, but yeah. it, when, when you're in the situation and when you're the team that has to have this team lose to that team and this team has to beat this team and, like, that is the worst situation to be in because you're watching four different games at once and you're a fan of four different teams. Oh, my God. I'm just glad to be in the winning and you're in it situation. You know what I mean? Yep, you win and you're in. That's, right. that's what we've got to do, and that's our focus right now. And then, uh, <clears throat> and then you and I will be back next week, and we will know who we are taking on, and we'll have such a, a clearer picture of what these scenarios could lead to. And, and I'm going to be a nervous be. wreck again. Oh, gosh. Yeah, th- th- this is nothing. Next week, I'm oh going to be. God. Next week, if we beat the Bengals next week, I am just going to be, my stomach's going to be in knots. I oh, mean, just that, tangled that, up. And I don't know if the, the nerves have more to do with, like, I, I don't know if I'd be nervous. Like, just because the, the playoffs in Baltimore have been such a, such a storyline and such a narrative. Like, I mean, I have friends, and they, they rip me apart. The non-Ravens fans, obviously, rip me apart. Oh, can Lamar just get his first playoff win? da 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 da, da. Mm. Dude, I just want them to shut up. Like, I just want him to get a win. I don't care how it happens. Just win by, like, any means necessary. Absolutely. Please. Absolutely. And, and, and they just need to run the ball. Run the ball. I text you during the games, oh, yeah. and I'm like, they need to run the ball. Just run. Just run, 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 yeah. run, run. And so, this is the the yeah. one thing I want to finish on real quick. Uh, we're giving Greg Roman this credit, but I'm, I'll make my final judgment when I see the playoff game. The first one. The first one. Yep. They better run. They better oh, run the ball. They better run the ball. Absolutely. So, well, that's about all we could talk about. You know, we've, yeah. uh, we've rambled on for, you know, almost an hour now. So, uh, <laughs> and, and you and I thought this would be a fairly short show. So. Right. Oh, my God. Who knows? <laughs> hey, this one's an hour. What's next week going to look like? Next oh, week's going to be fine. There's not going to be a whole lot of news. We're just going to talk. We're just going to preview the game and, and a few scenarios and whatnot. It shouldn't be very long. So, uh, you know, it's just me and you haven't done a show in a couple of weeks, man. We right. had to catch up. We had to do a little bit here so uh yeah so uh with all that being said everyone everyone thanks for listening to the show uh make sure you listen next week we've been talking about it we're going to preview uh if there's a game next week uh we'll be we'll be here to preview it (laughs) there better be a game next week otherwise i'm gonna be oh man so we want everyone out there to have a happy happy new year uh get this fucking 2020 behind us bye-bye yeah bye-bye get this shit behind us you know, everyone, like I said, have a great, great new year. And, and, and please be safe out there. 
but for Blake, uh, for myself, thanks for listening to the show. We're out of here, and don't forget, go Ravens! Go Ravens!